right. Welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcasts of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Farming Assets. Thank you for subscribing if you're a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe. You're listening to Farming Assets. And our goal here is to help you as a small business owner, small taxpayer, or high taxpayer, or whatever kind of taxpayer you are, to just try to translate all the current events that's out there. Just giving my opinion as a a business consultant, as a business owner, as somebody who's working with business uh, owners and high taxpayers on trying to understand what is all this noise? And is it just noise? Is there some kind of reality there that I, as a business owner, need to be worried about? I, as a taxpayer, need to be worried about? What is that? Yeah, And should I freak out? Are we okay? So that's my goal is to just try to translate and read between the lines. And so let's go ahead and go through that. And I do this by going through current event articles. And so today is Fortune Magazine article. Oh, I say Fortune Magazine, but fortune.com. Inflation still a ways off from the Fed's 2% target is barely budging as one economist sees a golden path developing. Okay. This is an article from September 29th of this year, and this is on fortune.com. And let's talk about this really quickly. What is the target for inflation for the Fed? It's 2%. A lot of people don't know that. It's 2%. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of this rule called the rule of 72, but if you're in finance or you've been in anywhere in finance, there's a rule called the rule of 72. And what that means is that if you take a percentage you divide it into the number 72, that'll give you about the time, years, it'll take for that rate of return, the dollars to double. So if we took 2%, divided it into 72, that means every 36 years, that 2%, the dollar would double. So with inflation, what that means is it would lose half of its value, right? So if I have a dollar in 36 years, that dollar is now going to be worth 50 cents. 36 years from there, it's going to be worth 25 cents, so on and so on and so forth. So the Fed goal is 2%, but we're not always at 2%. Sometimes we're low. And right now, and we have been in this current administration at a high inflation. And so what does that mean? That means it's a silent tax. It's a silent killer of your wealth. It's eating away at your value, your dollar value. Okay. Now, an inflation gauge closely tracked by the Federal Reserve rose in August, boosted mainly by higher gas prices. But measures of underlying inflation slowed in the lowest sign that overall price pressures are still moderating. Okay. Rose in August boost mainly by higher gas prices. I'm sorry, gas prices have already been high. <laughs> so, so, but okay, let's keep moving forward. Friday's report from the Commerce Department showed that prices rose 0.4% from July to August, up from 0.2% the previous month, a 10% monthly spike in prices as the gas pump drove the increase. Okay. Excluding volatile food and energy prices, though, Core inflation rose by the smallest amount in nearly three years, evidence that inflation pressures continue to ease, 
But hang on a second. What are we saying here? We're just saying gas prices are have increased, causing inflation to go up. But what does it take to make food and energy, right? And so if the energy costs become more expensive, our food will become more expensive. Therefore, it will cause inflation pressures to not ease, but to stay where they're at or continue to go up. Fed officials pay particular attention to core prices, which are considered a better gauge of where inflation might be headed. Last month's modest rise in core inflation could raise the likelihood of the Fed will leave interest rates unchanged and its next meeting October 31st. Okay, so what is core inflation? Let's do that. Let's go to Google, okay? And I'm going to type in core inflation. And core inflation definition. There we go. Okay. Core inflation is the change in prices of goods and services, except those from the food and energy sectors. All right. So food is not a core. Okay. So just so you know, you don't need food. <laughs> okay. So that's not a core. Core inflation is the change in the cost of goods and services, but it does not include those from the food and energy sectors. This measure of inflation excludes these items because their prices are much more volatile. It is most often calculated using the consumer price index, which is a measure of prices for goods and services. Okay, so this is what we need to know. We don't need to look at core inflation numbers. We need to look at the CPI, the consumer price index. Why? Because the consumer price index is what we spend our money on. So core inflation is measured by the CPI, core, uh, the consumer price index, and the core personal consumption expenditures index, which represents prices of goods and services purchased by consumers in the U.S. since inflation is a measure of trend in rising prices. Okay? So we need to know that. Okay, we need to know personal consumption expenditures, what is and measured. Okay, this is what you and I are concerned about because at the end of the day, I think you and I use spend money on gas and energy. I think you and I spend money on food, right? So I think we really need to know this, don't we? So what what do we care about core inflation? If this isn't the true number, you see what I'm saying here? This is the misinformation that we're being told or we're being explained to think, oh my goodness, inflation's going up. Oh my goodness, inflation's going down. Does it affect me? I don't know. Gas prices are still the same. Gas prices are not the same. What do I do? Well, that's the problem here. So according to the Bureau, official website of the government, we're going to look at, okay, bear with me. We're going to look at the Bureau of Statistics, okay? And the consumption, personal consumption expenditures price index, excluding food and energy, okay? From a year ago, it's at 3.9%, all right? That as of August, okay? We just entered October. So we'll get September numbers here soon, okay? So that means in May, of this year, it was at 4.7%. Okay. So it's, it's dropped almost a percent um, in five months. Okay. Now my concern is if it's not including food and energy, what are we looking at? Okay. So 
if I were to look at it at food and energy, it's at 0.4%. Okay. If I'm looking at a month from a year ago, we're at 3.5%. Okay. So that's about the current inflation rate that we're looking at. Okay. That's the only number you and I should care about. That's the only number they should report. If economists want the other numbers, then they can get those numbers. But you and I, who this originated, which what, what Fortune magazine, why is Fortune telling us a number that you and I don't care about? We don't care about this number. I could be wrong. Again, I'm not an economist. I'm just an average dude like you who owns a business, who's trying to keep food on the table, and it's getting more expensive. And what do I do? That's me. I am you. You are me. Okay? So please give me a number that I actually care about and not what economists or other people compare about, are using and are concerned about. Okay. Now, in June of 22, June of 2022, we were at 7%. So a year, so August of this year, we're at 3.4. So it did cut in half. That's an important number for me to know. But will it go back up? That's my concern. And if you're saying gas prices are what causing it and could uh, boost it again, then I need to know that as well. So all I'm saying is give me information that I care about. This is why our channel exists. This is why we exist is because what do I do? Do I get scared? Do I freak out? Do I worry about my savings? What do, what do I do? What decisions do I make when I'm getting all these numbers where I, I, you know, they keep talking about inflation, then they use the word core inflation. Well, that's not the CPI, the consumer price index, but that's also not the personal income expenditure index. Come on, people, right? You know who you're talking to, us, the, the American public. So give us the numbers we need to know and care about. Don't manipulate us and, and do this crap, okay? I apologize. It just, just really frustrates me because you and I are trying to make decisions and you got these people that are manipulating our minds and it pisses me off, absolutely pisses me off. You and I have enough things that we have to worry about raising our kids and making sure they're safe and making sure our clients and customers are taken care of and, and our employees and all this other stuff that we've got to deal with. And that now we got to worry about being manipulated and things that we read and we should we be concerned about or not. So anyways, so what do I say? What's my opinion here? Now that I just went off on a little rant, <laughs> my feeling is as a business owner, keep being a business owner. What do I mean by that? Look at your customers, look at your clients, look at who you're in business to serve and serve them to the best of your capability. Focus on value. Focus on how you can continue to be the best person, product or service that your customers and clients go to. There, It is no question of them going to anybody else. You be the best you can be. Sometimes that means investing in your customers and clients. What's that mean? Sometimes that means maybe pricing your product a little bit lower, taking it on the chin for a short period of time to give more value, to give more to your clients and customers. Okay. 
We call it value stacking. And that's what we do in our company. We value stack. We put a bunch of value, bunch of stuff that co-mingle that our business owners we know are going to need and want. And we just put it all into a particular service or membership and we charge an investment amount on a monthly basis for that. And we value stack. We overvalue. We give so much value that it makes it almost impossible for someone to walk away and say, I'm making a good decision not wanting all this value. And if they do, then we know they're not for us because it's okay. We're not going to shame them for not. We're not going to say, oh, you idiot. Do you know what's it? No, absolutely not. This is their decision. This is your decision. So, But all I can do is do and provide as much value for a price point that is a good, healthy price point for them based on the value that they're getting a benefit from and that we can keep the light on and we can put food on the, all of our family's table uh, for our employees and our team. So that's what you need to worry about. That's what you need to focus on, okay? Not all this hoopla and all this craziness, okay? Now, some of the products and goods and services that are affecting your product and service, then yeah, you need to be concerned about what you need to do and how you make those decisions. Again, I don't know what those are. I'm not in your, I'm not in your shoes. Okay. So all I'm saying is the average person just wants to know the true numbers. Do not manipulate me. Give me what I need to know. And the other people will figure out what they need to know because that's the world they're in. Fortune.com economists are going to fortune.com to get their information. So, but thanks for joining us. If you liked our content, give us a thumbs up. If you didn't, well, you know what? Heck, give me a thumbs up anyways. Subscribe anyways, because maybe this was just a down episode and the next one will be the one that you like. I don't know. But you wanted to get notified when we drop another episode every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and then we'll drop. And then you can make a judgment based on the body of the work we give you multiple episodes versus this one that maybe you didn't like. Now, if this was the best thing you've ever heard, then awesome. Subscribe because the next one is going to be even better. So thanks again for joining us. Make it a great day. All right, welcome back to another podcast episode, Podcast of Farming Assets. If you've joined us for the first time, fantastic. Welcome. We're excited to have you. If you like the content, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe and feel free to share us as well. Don't keep a secret and give this podcast a link to other friends, family, and colleagues. Again, this is all for you guys and feel free not to keep us a secret. Share this episode with everybody you possibly can. 